Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Changing your life one story at a time. This is the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast with Editor-in-Chief Amy Newmark. Hey, it's Amy Newmark with your Chicken Soup for the Soul. And this month we're talking about resolutions. And of course, among the more traditional ones are dieting and exercising. Now that it's the middle of January, you might have already become discouraged. So I thought I would share some tips from a few of our writers who found incremental, reasonable changes they could make that would actually stick and help them eat less and exercise more. Personally, I'm sure that my inability to shed those 10 pounds is due to my increased time in the gym because every woman knows that muscle weighs more than fat. But really, I just wonder if women are cursed in the weight loss department. It seems like my husband and other men will skip a meal or two and they're down five pounds. Years ago, when my husband and I went on the Atkins no-carb diet, he lost 12 pounds in one month despite eating a bagel every morning. I rigorously stuck to the no-carb diet, and I lost all of one pound in the same month. It's because women are just survivors. I think those disaster movies have it all wrong. They always show this even distribution of men and women after whatever apocalypse has occurred. You know, with the starving masses living in the shells of urban skyscrapers, the men are always wearing these grimy pants and shirts. And the women, for some reason, are always clad in dirty but form-fitting miniskirts and high-heeled boots. I guess that's why my husband watches those movies and I don't. But the fact is that women go into survival mode. And so if we really do have one of those apocalypses, will probably have a surviving population heavily skewed towards female. So maybe a more apt disaster movie would probably be called Real Housewives of Shantytown or Mean Girls of Terra Nova instead of The Last Survivors or What Still Remains. But I digress. The matter at hand is how to turn those January resolutions into February reality. And the way to do that is by rethinking our goals. There was a famous American preacher named Peter Marshall. He was the chaplain of the United States Senate, so he knew a thing or two about failure. And he said, small deeds done are better than great deeds planned. So let's talk about some small deeds that we can actually get done. We had a story about that by Kimberly Huttmacher in Chicken Soup for the Soul, Shaping the New You. After many unsuccessful attempts to lose weight, Kimberly said, I realized my goals were always too demanding and I was inadvertently setting myself up to fail. So instead, she decided to set a small, manageable goal. She resolved to walk on the treadmill for 15 minutes at least five days a week. The next year, she again made one small resolution to drink less soda and more water. And the year after that, she decided to eat fast food only once a week 
instead of two or three times a week. These small changes were so doable, and over a couple of years, Kimberly lost 20 pounds. She said, by keeping my goal small, I was able to follow through and sustain each one for the long haul. And that's why her story was titled, Resolution, Not Revolution. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So we don't believe in traditional painful diets at Chicken Soup for the Soul because they don't work in the long run. In our books about dieting and fitness, we always encourage our readers to change the way they approach food, not to be afraid of it. And we know that a big component of eating is emotional hunger, not physical need. One of our regular writers, Rebecca Hill, made a big impression on me a few years ago with her story, Are We Full Yet?, in which she describes how she learned to differentiate between physical hunger and emotional hunger. She recommended the apple test. If you aren't hungry enough to eat an apple, you aren't hungry enough to eat. Now, that was a game changer for me. I started buying all kinds of apples, eating one every day, and having fun taste testing different varieties. I still felt that I was in control, and I satisfied my emotional need for choice, even though my snack was always going to be some kind of apple. Speaking of variety and choice, another tip for painless calorie control comes from my friend Jennifer Quasha, who is also one of our regular writers. Her story is called The Decaf Coffee Bar. And here's her strategy. Every night, I give my kids some sort of dessert. While they attack it like pit bulls, I open my decaf coffee cupboard and choose between regular hazelnut or vanilla coffee beans. I open the fridge and choose between milk, hazelnut-flavored milk, or vanilla-flavored milk. Finally, I pick out a sweetener packet, pink, yellow, or green. Every night, my options seem endless. Well, that's a wonderful way to fend off emotional eating, by actually giving your emotions a real treat. Sweetness, variety, and choice. Choice is the name of the game. Those strict diets that we have all tried that eliminate our choices are bound to fall short when it comes to satisfying our emotional needs because we are no longer in control. Instead, those diets control us, and they don't allow us to establish a healthy relationship with food and our bodies. So this winter, as you work towards your personal goal, try to satisfy your emotional eating needs and give yourself the gifts of choice and control. Make small, reasonable changes to your diet and make sure that they give you something to look forward to each day. I'm Amy Newmark. Thanks for listening to these stories from Chicken Soup for the Soul, Shaping the New You. You can find all our books, including this one, on Amazon. And also, you'll find a large selection of our new and old titles at Barnes & Noble. And our newer books can be found at Walmart, Target, 
Kroger, Fred Mayer, Myers, and other big box retailers. You can also sign up for our newsletter and receive a free Chicken Soup for the Soul story every day in your email. You'll see stories from our newest books and some of our older bestsellers too. Just go to our website, chickensoup.com, and click on newsletters and then pick the one you want. And please come back for our next episode for two stories that will drive home the point that your home and the rest of your life don't have to be perfect. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.